Hey guys, so this is Jay, and I did not think that I would be back on here um, so soon because I thought the next time I would be on here, I'd be talking about another um, topic under the Purpose series, but the Holy Spirit put on my heart to talk about something else. And I was actually hesitant to do this because this is an area that I'm still walking through. I'm still waiting and believing on God to move. Um, and I typically don't like to talk about things that I haven't come out on the other side of, um, that I haven't gotten victory in. I typically like to just keep that to myself until a certain time. Um, but the Holy Spirit really put it on my heart to begin another series. And so I will be doing the purpose series and then a singles series. So waiting on God um, as a single, I'll be doing that series as well at the same time. So um, today, specifically, God wanted me to talk about um, waiting on God and how to abstain from having sex. And I got this um, idea or really the Holy Spirit kind of highlighted this idea after I started watching a video about uh, a, a man who is now married, but at the time when he was single and he was in the church, he really struggled with um, lust and sex because there was no instructions. There was no help from from the church. It was just, okay, if you desire to have sex, then you can pray or take cold showers. And I can't really relate to that because if you've listened to my other um, episodes, you'll know that it's been a process. Me and God, my relationship with God is not traditional. I did not grow up in the church. I always knew about God. Um, but for about three years, I walked away from God and I walked away from the church and I pretty much did whatever I wanted to do. So I actually felt like, um, at one point I felt like, um, sex and abstaining from sex was a ridiculous idea. Um, and I felt that way because I felt like the Bible was antiquated um, because if you research it out, most of the people in the Bible um, were in their teens. They were um, either adolescent or teens when they got married. So it was easier for them, in my mind, I thought it was easier for them to abstain to marriage because you were 13, 14, 15 when you got married in those days, in the days of the Bible. So to me, it didn't really, it didn't make sense for somebody in their 20s or their 30s or their 40s to wait um, till they got married, to be abstinent until they got married, to be a virgin until they got married. To me, that just didn't make sense. I, I didn't really see how that would work and still have healthy relationships um, but, um, I said all that to say that God definitely brought me into a different mindset. I have been abstinent, um, for a considerable amount of time. 
now and God led me to being abstinent. Um, and I'll actually share that story later about how God led me to be absent, how he led me into singleness, into waiting on him. But through this journey of being abstinent, which it has been um, a considerable amount of time, and I don't really feel led to share how long it's been. Um, if the Holy Spirit leads me, I will share. But it, it's been um, a significant amount of time. And I don't really want to share how long it's been because as soon as I tell people, um, at least in the past, they tend to put me on a pedestal. They tend to look at me as though I'm some super saint, as if it's me in my own strength um, doing this. And that couldn't be any farther from the truth. I just told you <laughs> my views on sex prior to me rededicating my life to God. Um, so... It really has been all God um, leading me um, and me just following him and wanting to honor him with my body. So um, I'm going to share some of the things that have helped me along the way. Um, but before I do that, I just want to give a disclaimer that this episode is not going to be um, from for individuals that are not interested in abstaining. Um I feel like that it seems obvious, but I just want to put that out there because I don't um, want to open this up to naysayers. Um, if you don't believe um, in abstaining to get uh, or waiting till you get married, that's fine. This is not for you. Um, also, if you don't believe or if you don't, if you're not interested in conditioning your flesh, if you're not interested in training your flesh and gaining control of your flesh. Um, this video is, I mean, not video, this um, podcast is not going to be for you either. Um, if you desire to be abstinent, but you believe that God is going to do all the work and he's just going to take the desire from you simply because he requires you to be holy, um, this is not This is not going to be <laughs> the, the podcast for you. Um, because it is going to take both you and God working together. We're co-laborers with Christ. You are going to have to work at it. It will not always be easy. And if that does not sound like something that you're interested in, I won't be offended either way. You can click off. <laughs> but this episode is definitely for individuals that desire to honor God with their body, that want to wait on God um, for their God-ordained spouse, they're just struggling. Um, they've never been able to be successful at being abstinent. Maybe you've been abstinent for a period of time, but you fell off. Um, or maybe this is your first go around at it and you're trying to do it right, but it just seems like it's too much or you can't figure out how to shake um, the desires and the pressures, then this is definitely for you. And I really hope that it helps you. So, um, if your spirit is weaker than your flesh, um, there are going to be certain things that you're going to, going to want to do first. And that's not, I'm not trying to shade you or make you feel some type of way, but just realistically, if you look at your life and you know that you spend more time feeding your flesh, um, then you do your spirit, 
your spirit is more than likely weaker than your flesh at this point. And it's important to know that because if your spirit is weaker than your flesh, you are going to encounter most of your temptations and most of your interactions with lust while you're still awake. So if this is you, you're going to want to guard your ear gates and your eye gates. So what I mean by that is you're going to want to be very selective as to what you watch um, and what you listen to. So to give you an example, um, when I first started being abstinent, I did not um, watch anything. And it's difficult, I'm not going to lie, because sex is everywhere um, and sexual images are everywhere. Um, But you want to be very, very selective and protective over what you see and what you allow yourself to see. So if I'm watching a movie or a TV show and they start and there's a sex scene, I will... If I can, if I'm watching it like on Netflix or something, I will fast forward completely through that scene. Um, And if I can't, then I just drop my eyes and I won't watch it. Like if I'm in a movie theater, I'll just lower my eyes and I won't I won't watch it. Um, And these are things that you, you may not have to do forever. You won't you may not have to do this your whole abstinence journey, but definitely while your spirit is still weaker than your flesh, these are things that you're going to have to do um, to kind of condition your flesh, to train your flesh until your your spirit becomes stronger. So um, when it came to music, there were just certain artists that I couldn't listen to. Like, to this day, I don't listen to Trey songs. Um, Just the content of his music, and he's an attractive man singing about... (laughs) any and everything that he wants to do um, to a woman. I can't listen to that. Um, You just don't want those images. You don't want those thoughts, those lyrics to be floating around in your subconscious. Because what ends up happening is when you're weak and when you're vulnerable, um, that's when those things will reoccur. Once it's in your heart, it's going to come out. Um, So you want to keep those things far away from your inner man as possible. Um, Another thing that you can do is you can work out and eat healthy. And this is something that I've learned over time, that it's easier for me to control my flesh, to control my body um, when I'm in shape and when I'm eating. It's harder for me to control my, my body and to control my flesh, to control my thoughts, to control my urges. It's harder for me to do that if I haven't been working out, if I haven't been eating right. Um... So I try to eat considerably well, and I try to work out at least four times a week. And that helps me to just keep my body in check. And that also helps with the the physical desires. Because if you burn your body out, if you're exhausted, not exhausted, but if your body is doesn't have as much energy, it's not going to desire it as often. Um, women or even men, but specifically women, you want to watch um, products that are high in estrogen um, because estrogen, especially at the the time, the wrong time of the month or the right time of the month, um, can also increase the desires to have sex. So you want to 
stay clear of or limit your soy products. Um, you want to limit flax. Flax is high in estrogen, and so is hummus. And there's a few others. You might have to Google um, products that are high in estrogen, food that is high in estrogen, and just kind of limit those to keep your your estrogen at a a relatively low level. Because if your estrogen is high, again, that can kind of increase your, your sexual desire, your sexual urges. Um, and also, if you're struggling with um, abstaining from sex, if you're struggling with the desire of having sex, of masturbating, of watching pornography, if you're struggling with those things, you're going to want to fast um, some type of food fast. I know there's different types of fast um, that people talk about that you can do. They say that you can do um, a social media fast or an internet fast or media fast. Um, But specifically, if you're trying to overcome sexual um, desire, sexual lust, um, sin that's regarding sex, you want to fast um, food. So what I did for like 45 or maybe even longer, 45 days or, or longer, I did a, a Daniel's fast. So I only ate fruits and vegetables. Um, and that helped me. You may want to do a dry fast, um, which is where you don't eat anything. You may want to do a water fast for a certain amount of time. You definitely want to go to the Holy Spirit and ask him. He will lead you to the type of fast that he wants you to do. Um, but if you're struggling in those areas with um, fornication, pornography, masturbation, you're going to want to fast food. Um, And then the last thing that you can do if your spirit is weaker than your flesh, um, you're going to want to flee things that trigger you um, or that put you in or that get you in the mood. Um, You want to watch conversations. And these are just things that trigger me. So you have to really reflect on things that trigger you, that put you in the mood. For me, conversations um, can spark something. So I have to be very careful. Um, if I am talking to somebody and the conversation goes goes left, I will end it right there. Like, okay, have a good night, sir. <laughs> Um, if I am texting and it goes left, I will leave them right on red. I won't say anything and just connect with them in the morning or like a couple of days later. Um, I just flee those conversations altogether. Um, another thing that I tend to avoid is touching and kissing. So even though they're not sex, um, sexual, it's not sexual intercourse, but, um, because I've been abstinent for, a significant amount of time, the because I haven't had interactions with the opposite sex, sometimes even the smallest interactions with the opposite opposite sex will make me vulnerable. Um, so, hugging I have to be careful with, kissing I have to be careful with, because it can make me vulnerable to to do something else if I'm not careful. Um, Another thing that while I was um, saying this, the Holy Spirit dropped something else into my heart. Um, You want to be careful um, with loneliness. So loneliness, desperation, those are all spirits um, that can definitely come 
while you're single um, and you want to be careful. So if you tend to feel lonely when you're scrolling on Instagram and you see that everybody's in a relationship (laughs) and everybody's getting married or everybody has kids, then you're going to want to take a season off from from social media just because that that loneliness can trigger you becoming vulnerable, which can contribute that which can can um, can trigger you to falling into lust or into sex. So um, another trigger might be just rejection. So if you are battling rejection and there is a great message, I can't remember his name. Mm, I think it's Pastor Stephen. I'm not for certain, but he gave a great, great message and he really tied how um, rejection is directly related to the spirit of lust. So you definitely want to begin to comb through your past relationships, comb through your your past um, sexual relationships and really see what were the triggers of that relationship. If it was rejection, um, you definitely want to begin to pray against the spirit of rejection and ask God to heal you from rejection. Um, so that way you can have um, you won't have an entryway for lust to to enter enter your heart. Um, if your spirit is stronger than your flesh, you will account encounter lust in your dreams. So, um, maybe a couple years ago, I stopped having. Um, I was doing all of the aforementioned things, and it was really working. And I wasn't, I didn't really have any sexual desires at all, um, which was good because that was the goal, <laughs> was to not be tempted um, because there is a point where if you're single and you're abstinent, um, those desires can overwhelm you. So I really wanted to just be free from those things so I could focus on myself and my purpose and on God. So um I stopped having those desires, which was great. But then I started to really um, in, encounter a lot of desires, a lot of pressure when I was going to sleep, right before I went to sleep and while I was sleeping. So once your spirit is built up and it's strong. Now, the things that I mentioned um, bef- like just recently about... Um, guarding your ear gates and and working out and eating healthy, those are all things that are going to help condition your flesh while you build up your spirit. So if you just do, like if you just guard your heart and work out and eat healthy, that in and of itself is not going to get rid of the desires. Um, it's not going to help you abstain you have to build your spirit up and you're going to build your spirit up by spending time with God, by praying, sometimes fasting, um, by meditating on his word, all that stuff. So once you've done that and you've now built your spirit up and your spirit is stronger than your flesh, you are going to start to, or you may and start to encounter lust while you're asleep or while you're vulnerable. So right before you go to sleep and then while you're asleep. Um, So 
if you are encountering um, a strong desire right before you go to bed, um, or if you're even having lustful dreams or sexual dreams, you're going to want to plead the blood of Jesus over your mind. And um, one thing that really helped me was putting on praise music, so worship music, before I went to sleep. Um, because there was a period of time where even like as soon as nighttime hit, um, I just had a very strong desire that I could not shake. But putting on the praise music just instantly lifted um, lifted it off of me. So um, even now, sometimes I'll put on praise music even an hour before I go to bed. And it just kind of guards my bed and it guards my mind as I sleep. Um and then if you do have a, a sexual dream, a dream where you had sex, um, either with somebody that you know or with a celebrity or even somebody that you don't know, you want to make sure that you rebuke those dreams when you wake up. Um, because oftentimes those dreams are not of your subconscious. I'm sure sometimes they might be, but just on the safe side, most of the time, um, especially if you are abstaining from sex, those dreams are lustful spirits um, that are masking themselves as somebody that you know or a celebrity or even somebody that you don't know. Um, so you definitely want to come out of agreement with those um, spirits as soon as you wake up. So just rebuke that dream, come out of agreement with it um, as soon as you wake up. So that way you will not be allowing lust to have access to um, for to more dreams or to your life. Okay, so if you've done all these things and you still find yourself struggling um, with sexual desires, if you still find yourself wanting to have sex, um, I don't want you to feel like you're alone. I don't want you to feel like there's something wrong with you. Um, one thing that you can do that I actually learned from my pastor that really, really helps me, um, if you know that you're about to sin and you're just at a point where you know it's wrong, but you don't care, the feeling is too strong and you can't get out of it, you're going to want to pray and ask God for grace. And um, my pastor in Birmingham actually gave me this. He said that he was dealing with a temptation that was really, really strong. And he knew that he was going to fall into sin. He knew that he was going to do it. He had already made up in his mind that it was going to happen. But before he actually did it, he prayed and he asked God for grace. And he said that that desire, that temptation instantly lifted. Um, and I've tried it and it definitely works. Um, so grace is a merited favor, but grace um, can also cover you Um as if you were doing everything um, according to God's will. So grace will cover you um, when you falter as if you, and basically it comes back to God as if you're doing everything according to his will. I hope I'm explaining this right. So, or in a way that makes sense. So if you are tempted um, and you feel like, okay, I can't, even though God may have provided a way of escape and you may have ignored it or maybe you can't find it or maybe you're not even looking for it. You don't even want the escape. You want to sin. You want to have sex. You want to do, fulfill that desire. If you pray and ask God to give you grace, God will lift that um, temptation off of you um, 
because at that point, the temptation is more than what you can bear. So he will relieve you of that. And that is all the tips that I have that the Holy Spirit gave me. I really, really hope that it helps um, somebody. And I will be back as soon as the Holy Spirit leads me to come back with more topics regarding waiting on God and being single. If you have any topics that you want me to discuss along those lines, just reach out to me. And I hope that you guys have a blessed week um, or a blessed month. (laughs) And I will talk to you guys next time. Thank you. Bye.